The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. and personal with some of your favorite male porn stars on one-on-one with poppy chulo created by poppy chulo one-on-one showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular male performers here's your host poppy chulo welcome to one-on-one with poppy chulo today is thursday may 14th 2015. Listeners, please welcome rising gay adult star Ray Diesel. Welcome to the show, Ray. Hey, 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 hey. It's me. <laughs> How are you doing, man? I'm doing okay. I'm just <laughs> taking a quick relax before I hit the road again. So, yeah, I'm good. Sounds like a plan. You're certainly someone that a lot of people are keeping their eye on. You're a uh, brand newish face in the industry. This is your first uh, radio interview, so I'm glad that we got a chance to get you first so that we can talk about uh, these fantastic scenes that you've been doing. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I'm fairly new. Um, been around the porn industry for a long time with people in the industry, but yeah, actually. Being in front of the camera, yeah, it's my, I'm, I'm, I'm getting used to it. <laughs> Very cool, man. So uh, let's start off the interview by getting stats out the way. That's typically what I like to do here on these one-on-one interviews. So well, let's get to know some of your physical stats. What's your height and weight? I am 6'2", and right now I'm, I think I'm around 215. What's your ethnicity, your ethnic background? I am actually mint, but I just tell people I'm black because it makes it much easier. But um, both my parents are um, black and Native American. What's your zodiac sign? I am a true Gemini. Happy early birthday-ish. Thank you. You're um, welcome. Can't wait. <laughs> awesome. And how old are you going to be? I am going to be... 37? Yeah, 37. Very cool. You don't look your age at all, so you should be very proud. Yeah, I took after my mom and dad. (laughs) They both gave me that gene, so I'm happy about that part. (laughs) That's what's up. So let's get to know the man behind the performer. Where is Ray Diesel originally from? Um, Well, born and raised in a little city called High Point, North Carolina. I like to always tell people it's the furniture capital of the world. (laughs) So, yeah, that's where I'm from. And what was life like growing up for you? What was Ray Diesel like as a kid, as a teen? Um, I was always getting in trouble, but I was, I was 
good and bad. So when I was in bed, I knew how to not go too far where I get in a lot of trouble. And then I just put on the smile or the sad face or whatever to get out of the trouble that I just got into. But I was generally a fun kid. You know, I always like to make people laugh. Um, looking back at my childhood, I actually had a good one. It was, you know, not perfect, but, you know, I did it pretty good. You know, I always love making, I love entertaining people. So. Very cool. And what was life like for you uh, into your 20s as an adult? Oh, that's a different story. <laughs> it was um, entertaining. Um, it was a, a little confusing time for me because um, in my teens, I kind of dealt with some health issues. And so I, I, I kind of was kind of slow with living life. So when I hit my 20s, I started like really kind of partying a little bit too hard. <laughs> mm. It was it was fun. I'm not I I, I, I if I could go back in time, I would not change anything. I had a ble- I had a great time in North Carolina, you know, going to raves, going to clubs. You know, I, I I got really involved with the club scene. I was working at the time the hottest club in North Carolina. I was working at it. I learned how to work the door. You know, I basically lived my life in the clubs. <laughs> You know, um, sexually, I was um, not confusing time for me, but you know, I, 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 I guess you would say I lived kind of like a double life. So, like, all my friends know this one person, but mm-hmm. like late at night, I became someone totally different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I was doing some little crazy things or whatnot, experiencing the the experiencing life with sex on the off key. So yeah, but you know, like I said, if I can go back in time, I wouldn't change anything that I did. I, I, it, it has made me who I am today. Absolutely, it's very true. So when did you first realize your attraction to men? Oh, I think I've always, ever since I was little, I always had crushes on little um, on on my next door neighbor. <laughs> Actually, used but I also kind of was weird because I also kind of like girls too. So I, 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 but I didn't think anything of it. Like literally, I, I always think about my next door neighbor. It was this little boy. We were the same age. I think I was like seven years old and I we used to mess around but then across the street was a girl and I used to mess around with her. We used to look at her father's dirty magazines and do the stuff that we would see in the magazine. Uh oh. (laughs) So I don't know. It was like but I knew I always liked boys. I mean I love me a female but sexually guys is what do it for me. Very interesting. So, uh, when did you have that, I guess, that realization, that coming out moment? Um, well, actually, I think my moment of me coming out was probably in my early 20s. 
like when I really came out, you know, like I like this one guy and and that was it. It was like, okay, I mean, I told my friend knew, I told my mom, you know, I mean, that's I, it was my early 20s is when it, it finally hit in. What was going on with your life prior to entering the industry? Um, let's see. Well, not much. I mean, uh, I, um, like I said, I've always been around the porn industry in some form or way. Like, I've always known someone who actually did it or filmed it or something like that. And I, I've always been very curious about it. I've always been fascinated with the porn industry, just period. Even as a little, even as a little kid, I, I mean, I, I started my first porn um, collection at at the age of twelve. So, <laughs> um, but before that, I was working in clubs, and um, you know, had a regular job. And in my early twenties, I started uh, working in the sex business meaning escorting mm -hmm. so i think that is what trained me and got me prepared <laughs> for the cameras but um yeah it was just everyday life you know wake up go to work at eight o'clock get off at four or five o'clock you know then go to the club event or whatever i needed to work the door or whatever i was hired to do but it was kind of it was i had simple not too crazy. <laughs> That's what's up. We'll be talking about the escorting a little bit later on in the interview. But uh, right now, let's talk about that transition into the industry. So how exactly did you uh, enter the industry? How exactly did you make that transition into starting to do adult scenes? Well, um, let's see. I always was curious. I mean, not curious. I always wanted to do it. I mean, anybody who knew me knew it. Who was waiting for one day for me to end up on a box cover or something. Um, I actually did it when I went to Europe. I mean, I, I my first one, I, I wanted to be comfortable and I wanted to be, I guess, see myself. I wanted to, to do it with someone that, um, a company that I would watch. Mm -hmm. You know that I that I I I I've looked at websites, I've looked at movies, and I know certain companies that I, I would love to work with, and 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 websites I wanted to do stuff for. So when I went to Europe, I hit up Tim Tails, and and I just I was sent some pictures. I didn't think I would hear back from them, and when he contacted me, it was like, "Oh, you're gonna be in Europe? Okay, I want to use you." That's it literally just worked that way. I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> so he just flew me there, and I did my two scenes, and that was it. Wow. It all just sort of fell into, you know, fell into place, you know, in the right way. That's awesome. Yeah. It, Joey, it usually works that way with me for some reason. <laughs> it just, everything just kind of flows, and I just land into stuff. I just land in, land into it. So yeah, it was just easy. I mean, over the years, I I think I 
back in the day when I was way younger, I was just, I would go on websites and like send in applications just to do it to see if I would hear a response or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I, I, I was nowhere near ready or prepared to want to do it. I, I wasn't comfortable with my body and, you know, I, I just, I mentally, I, I was not there. But, you know, this was a, it was just a great opportunity. I, I had got a free trip to Europe and I was like, well, hmm, let's just see what happens. What do you think got you to that point to where you became comfortable enough with yourself to give it another shot and try to actually do it? I don't... Well, in the past couple of years before I went to Europe, a lot had happened. Um, um, I had got sick and um, I stopped working. Um, I took time off and I started like finding myself, I guess you could say. Um, finding my happiness. So that's what I did. I started traveling. I started doing other things work-wise and like was feeling comfortable with my body. I, I was go-go dancing, you know. And it just, I, I don't know, it just, I just started feeling comfortable and because I just was like, this is, I could do it, you know. Just why not? Just if if I don't look good, I, at least I can say I did it. <laughs> nice. I like the sound of that. So, okay. So this first time that you're doing a scene, obviously you are already working in the sex industry, but it, I think it's very different when uh, there's a camera there and there's like a bit of a crew around you and uh, you know that this is going to be going out you know for the world to see so what was it like the first time that you did a scene for the camera Uh, let's see trying to think back you know i wasn't even nervous i just was like i i got there Tim was so nice. The partner was really nice. I met the, my scene partner, and he was uh, a little sweetheart. And, like, it was just, I think because the environment that we was in, we filmed in a, a in an apartment, and, and it wasn't a lot of people there. I think it made me feel more at ease and more comfortable because, like, we was hanging out before... You know, it wasn't like I just got there, they had everything set up, and it was like, okay, it's explosive, let's do this. Like, I, I had time to, like, really relax and, like, feel the environment. And so it made it easy for me. So I didn't really mm-hmm. think anything else about it. And so in the process of actually doing it, I just kind of, like, zoned out. I mean, like, I literally almost forgot the camera guy was even there at some points because it was just so natural. Of filming, and I just—that's I, why I'm glad that was the first I did. I'm—I'm I'm so glad I did my first videos with Kim. Kim tells because it, it, it just really made it so easy and so relaxing with no no pressure. That's nice to hear. It's great to hear that your first time on film was such a great experience. So, overall, how long have you been in the industry as a performer? As a performer in porn, it's just been over a year. Okay. Yeah. I did my, I did it last 
was it last year? Yes, last year. Um, so it's been over over a year. Very cool. How did you come up with your performer name, Ray Diesel? Yeah. So um, Ray is my middle name, and Diesel. I actually like. I love the brand. <laughs> so that was the because I like. I, I went. To, I went to school for fashion marketing. So I. I, I keep up. I, I love. I like name brands, and and Diesel was one of those brands I used to love, and. I was like, I, it took me a while to come up with a name because I find that in the industry, when it comes to black men doing porn, I feel like they think we should have some kind of urban name. And I don't like that. So they kept trying to get me to use some weird urban name. And I was like, no, <laughs> that's not me. I'm not from the hood. I, I've never... I, 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 I'm not a thug. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I don't know what image y'all trying to sell me on, but I'm gonna come up with a name that fits me better. So uh, eventually, we came down to Ray Diesel. <laughs> well, I did. And I think you made a good choice. Thank you. You're welcome. What do you enjoy most about starring in adult scenes? <sighs> you know. What I like most, I, I like the chemistry. If there, if there is, I've been blessed so far. At, at, at chemistry has been pretty good with all my um, team partners. But I just, I just like that. Uh, giving good chemistry to create a great scene, so that people who's watching it really love what they're seeing and feel, feel it. And not just looking at it, they can feel the the and, and the energy, the the hotness of it, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what I like about it. Because I know when I look at porn, and and I can, <laughs> there's a lot of times I can tell when the people are not into each other really, or it's just they're just doing what they got to do because they're getting paid for it, and it just it's lacking energy. I try to energy and 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 that's that's my favorite part of filming actually i don't know if that makes sense but that's the only thing i could think of to say let's talk about sort of like the good and the bad about being on set when you're on set shooting a scene what turns you on the most and what turns you off the most um the turn off is just I can start with turn off. Turn off is just the timing. Like, you know, you never know if it's going to be a, a two hour shoot or if it's going to be a five hour shoot. You, you just don't know. So it's like the longer you're filming, the the your the the less the energy is going to be there. You know. Like because like you're in the middle of doing it and you haven't fun and then you have to stop. You know, change position. The lighting has to change, or something has to get moved around. And so, when you do that, that kind of takes away that energy that you you got built up going towards. And then it starts getting later and later. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm ready for it again now. <laughs> um, the positiveness for me is I, I I like adventures and I like 
the thrill of not knowing how it's going to go. So, like, especially when I, 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 <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't even know who my partner's team is going to be. And so when they walk in the door, it's like, oh, okay. And it's always a good one. So I'm like, yes, <laughs> you know, and, you know, that's, again, that's my positive part of it is just the, um, the energy of filming, period. It, it can be fun. Like, if the cast, if, if the crew is fun, and I've had a lot of fun filming with uh, with certain people, like camera guy, lighting guy. We all just joke around and have a good time. Let's break a porn scene down. In a scene, which do you enjoy the most, giving or receiving oral? Um, receiving if they if they know what they're doing. <laughs> In a scene, which do you enjoy the most, uh, rimming, giving or receiving? Okay, I am an ass man. And I'm a picky ass man, but I'm an <laughs> ass man. <laughs> I don't rim just any ass that comes along. I just don't. You know, it has to look a certain way. You know, but when it is a nice ass, I'm, it's like a buffet. And I'm going to eat as much as I can eat. <laughs> I, it, being rimmed is don't do as much to me. It feels good, but it's not like a necessary thing for me. But I love eating a nice, clean ass. And yes, yes, <laughs> that's it. Well, there you go. In a scene, what's your favorite sexual position? And does it differ from your fave position off camera? Um... That's a tricky one because it, it honestly depends on the person. Because, I mean, it really does. Because um, I've, I I would say my favorite position is having them on their side and kind of have it twisted so they can still see me because I love looking at someone when I'm having sex with them. Um, I just like that period. Um, that is my favorite position. Um, but it... it, it but again, it just depends on the person because if they're too short or too tall, it just don't work. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of, I don't know why I like that. It's like, it's almost like, like almost having them on their back and, and, and having them, but not, I don't know. It's just weird, but it, it feels the best with my dick when I'm fucking, it's when I like twist them on their side a little bit. Yeah. But Doggy Style will be the next one. And of course, we know how a scene ends with the pop shot. So in a scene, where do you enjoy to shoot your load? Where's your favorite place to shoot? Uh, honestly, I don't. I, I really don't care. I can shoot wherever. I can shoot, <laughs> shoot on their face and their mouth as long as I shoot. That's a, that what makes me happy. And it, it doesn't matter to me where. <laughs> I mean, I've had people tell me shoot on their feet. Okay, that's fine. I can't. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm done. <laughs> that's Look, too that's, funny. Yeah, I'm I'm just more about just coming because it usually takes me a long time to come. So when it actually happens, I'm happy. 
You've only done a handful of scenes thus far, but uh, overall, thus far throughout the you know the scene work that you have done, who have been uh, you know some of your favorites to work with? Um, with the scenes I've done, I will say most every scene I've done, I enjoyed. A lot of people love the scene that I did in Tim Tales with Pedro. For some reason, they, that's their favorite. Like, people I meet or people I know, when they tell me about their seeing the scene, that's the one they always talk about. But my personal all-time favorite one is with um, my little French boy, Tony Etzel. Um, that was the second scene I ever filmed with Tim Tales. Um, I think he was last minute they found him because the person I was supposed to film with had to drop out or something. And so they flew him in. He had just flew in from Paris that day. I meet him and we just, we just clicked right off that. I mean, we literally started <laughs> 30 minutes before <laughs> we started shooting. So it was hot. It was, I, I think that was the hottest scene I ever did. I, it was just, it was so much fun because we sexually just clicked so well, like perfect. Like even when we would stop, we were still going. <laughs> Ray was getting the pre-game on, oh post-game on. Well, I, I mean, like, it was just weird, because, like, I mean, like, you just walked in, and we, like, we, like, greeted and looked at each other, and, like, I'm like, okay, whoa, he's hot. And then that's how, no, like, we just start kissing, and it's just, like, went from there. And, ugh, eating his whole was, like, <sighs> everything. And the way he sucked my dick, I mean, just, if she just sometimes come across, and not, not saying that any other person I've had sex with in front of the camera has not been hot and not been good. It has been. But that one was just the sweatiest, the hottest that I've, I've had on camera. I mean, we sweated so badly. <laughs> and, and it took me an hour to come. Like, I... <laughs> I think he came like two times. It took me an hour to come because I was so excited. I just that I, I worked myself up so bad that I couldn't come. Like it was, I didn't want it to stop. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah, I love that boy. Anyway, <laughs> Ray had his VIP ticket at the buffet. Yes, I, I enjoyed him. And then I would say the next one would be Vice. Um, just. Poor we can get in New York. Um, did I, I, I filmed um, with? Um, I think it was. I think it was um, Poppy Buzz, but I'm not one percent sure. Um, but it's their sister website, and um, again, it was fun with him just because, like, it was funny. I actually had seen his work on that website beforehand, and he was one of the guys. That I was like, "Ooh, I would love to be him." And so when we meet up and I realized it's him. I was like, okay, this is going to be fun. And it was, we had a, a, it was my, it was my first time filming with that company. And it was just great. Like the director was cool. We was like, we had such a good time just filming the scene. Um, I would say that was my best scene to film 
all in all when it comes to the whole crew and everybody we was just all having a great time and like he was all nervous because he hadn't bottomed in a long time and he was like oh i hope he, i hope he's gonna be one of the ones to slam me and i was like no i'm gonna work you up real good <laughs> and i did i was like once i started rimming his hole he was like okay fuck me because <laughs> i'm good at what i do and rimming is something i'm damn good at so he was he was ready <laughs> Who haven't you worked with? Who out there that's in the industry, as you mentioned, you uh, are friends with performers in the industry, So, I, I, and you also mentioned that you have been a collector of uh, titles and, and porn for a while. Who haven't you worked with that's out there that you would See, love to do a scene with? Your must-do list. See, that's the thing. I... <laughs> All the ones that I used to want to do a scene with, but not in the industry anymore. That, that like this is when I was younger. They're all like, sadly, some have passed away, or some just retired and just don't feel me anymore, or you know. But I have to really think about that. Like, I see guys, but I don't really know their. Um, the problem is, I meet a lot of guys. I don't know their four names. <laughs> I know their real name, and that's what's fucking me up. Uh, let me let me think about. It. I would say I would love to work with Antonio. What's it, Antonio Biaggi? Mm-hmm. I would love to tag team with him. I don't know why. I just think it would just be fun. Like it's not just like what bottom I would like to fuck. It's like there's some top that I just come across, and I'm like, oh, it's like I think it would be fun to work with them, and and he's definitely one of those people that I think we will get along because I've met him and we had a good time laughing and joking around. So I just feel like it, it would be fun to do that with him. Since you are a fresh face in the industry and uh, you do know some people in the business, I'm kind of curious to ask, are there any performers in the industry that you look up to that uh, you, you know, you look up to their career trajectory and hope to one day maybe achieve similar heights to them? Yeah. You know, I don't really, I don't really look up to not dissing anyone in the industry or anything like that. I, I think everybody has their own calling. Some people make it big just because of what they look like. Some people make it big because they just have a big dick. I'm, I, 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 I haven't really gotten to know a lot of people that's now in the industry. I would say, like, Adam Russo is one of those people I've met, and he's just generally just outgoing and nice and, 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 and truly friendly towards people. I've, I've hung out with him many, many times. That you know, he's worked hard in the industry to make a name for himself. Um, he's done very well for himself. And, and I like that. I like, <clears throat> but he don't, he don't flaunt it or anything like that, you know, Cutler X. I would say Cutler X, since I've gotten to know him in the past couple of years, has been another person, especially for being a black porn actor or porn star, you know. He's very, it, I, I love the way he thinks, because he thinks like I think. He loves what he do, but it's business. And, and, and he treats it as a business, and he don't get wrapped up into a scene and don't let things get to his head and 
and and things like that. And I and that's that's exactly how I am. You know, I, I I love what I do. I think I'm great at what I do. I love to entertain people. You know, but I don't want to get wrapped up into a scene and 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 try to follow someone else's path. I'm following my own path. And that's all I can do. I like that answer. Good answer. Do you watch your own scenes? No. <laughs> I have not to this day have watched any of my videos, not even the one with Tony. And that was my favorite scene, but I, I, I don't need to watch it. It's still fresh in my head, even after all this time. I don't need to watch it. I don't know why. I just, I, I'm still weird like that. I just don't. I, I haven't watched it. And people always try to play it <laughs> for me. I'm like, no. I, I just think it's weird to watch yourself have sex. I, 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 I don't do it. I, you know. Now, trust me, I've made some homemade videos. But you don't see me in it. And you just see my dick. That's fine. I, just, I don't need to. I was there. I experienced it. I, being there live was way more better than watching my own video. Maybe down the years when I'm old and probably can't get it up. Maybe I'll be like, oh, I remember those days. You know, like something like. <laughs> oh, Ray Diesel. Like, yeah, like I could show show my little grand, my great grandkids. Like, look what grandpa used to do. See, I used to good fuck. Like, I don't know. They don't want to <laughs> see that. <laughs> well, you know what's weird? Like, like even my own family members want to see it and I'm like, no. They're still trying to find it. They don't know what my porn name is, so that's why they can't find it. <laughs> well, there you go. But, no, I, I don't watch my own things. Because I feel like if I start watching my own things, then I'm going to start being like, judging everything I'm doing. Like, oh, why did I do that? No. It, no, no. I don't do that in real life. You know, I just have sex and then that's it. So that's why I, I do in videos. So I don't set a point to going back and relooking. You are a fresh face in the game, so I'm kind of interested in asking. I'm curious to hear your answer. What would you like to try in scenes? Are there, is there anything I should say, you know, uh, in particular? Okay. Because I know that you mentioned that you're interested, you know, like, let's say, in, in doing a scene with Antonio Biagi and tag-teaming a, a bottom. Do you see yourself maybe wanting to try double-penetrating a bottom with someone else? Like, what oh, are I you curious love, to try? I would love to do that. I've done it. I would love to do it on camera. I've done it. I would love to do it on camera. <laughs> maybe now that's something maybe I will watch and be like, look, I did it on camera. I... <laughs> I... I... The one, the person I would love to do, okay, uh, the one person I definitely, I would love to do that with Antonio because I think it would be hot, but I would definitely love to do that with um, with my boy Cutler X because we have done it actually behind the scenes. And it was, I have done many double penetrations and that is a tricky thing to do, believe it or not. You know, you both got to be hard. You, you know, you both have to take your time with it because usually one wants to try to get in quicker than the other and then one falls out. It's a lot of work. That, me and Cutler had a great double penetration together and I, will, and, and I think it was, it was so hot it should have been on camera. 
And so that is something I would definitely love to do in a scene at some point with someone. <laughs> and I, a couple of things I definitely would like to do. I would like to fist. I would love to try, I would love to fish someone. I know that's just out of blue, but yeah. I, I would like to do that because I've been doing it for a while, for a couple of years now. So I, I would like to see, uh, I, I would like to try and do that in front of the camera. Raging Stallion, Hot House. I yeah, think Ray well, Diesel's looking for you. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I, I think I'm pretty good at it. I mean, I have regular clients that always call me back for it. <laughs> and I've had some porn stars hire me to do it, so I must be doing something right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, let's see. What else I'd like to do? You know, kind of an outdoor scene. I think that would be kind of hot. I, 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 you know... Two things that I pretty much have done, but just do it in front of the camera because I haven't done it in front of the camera yet. Mm -hmm. You know, um, group scenes, uh, maybe game bang, not group scenes, game bang, because uh, I'm forever part of a game bang, and uh, I was supposed to be in one, but they had to cancel it. So it sucks. Hopefully, I'll be able to do it. That will be one of the things that happened. They said they pushed it to later this summer, so hopefully it'll work out. Hopefully. I'm hoping. <laughs> Sounds exciting. Yeah. Very cool. All right, now. So it's time, Mr. Diesel, for the big question. The question that I'm sure a lot of your hardcore fans and the listeners, they're probably dying to know this. Exactly how much is Ray Diesel packing? <laughs> I'm just a like ten, maybe a little over ten, but it's ten. It's it's not that big. <laughs> <laughs> Says the man quoting a double digit. Well, see, I tell people it's not that big because I'm from the south, and I have seen way bigger than me in the south. And I'm talking about white men, black men, just big so I, I i i don't i don't get wrapped up in my size i always say i always told people it's not about it's not about how big it is it's about how they use it there you go you know because a big dick does not make you a good top knowing how to use that big dick does and i know how to use my dick <laughs> so listeners if you're a size queen head on down to the south <laughs> Most definitely. That's why I want to get the recommendation. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, I'm ten. I'm a good size. Is there yeah. a uh, accurate measurement for the thickness? Um. Yes. Uh, let me remember. It was six and a half. Yes, six and a half. I <laughs> I honestly didn't know how big I was until I moved to LA. I used to tell people I was like an eight or something. I was making numbers up because I never really measured myself. And then I used to work when I moved to L.A. I worked at a, a gay porn store, Drake's. They don't exist anymore, but Drake's. 
And there was a guy who worked there who did porn. And we had played together one night. And he was like, dude, your dick is no, ain't no eight and a half. Or, and I was like, I don't know. I never really, really measured. And he was like, okay, this, this has to get done. So when I was at work, <laughs> we was at work one day. And he was like, come to the back. We're going to measure you out. So he measured me out. He was like, I'm going to measure you correctly. And then he was like, but I really want to know how thick it is. And so it was six and a half. I guess that's good. I don't know. <laughs> well, there you go. So listeners, now you have the length and the girth. Now let's talk about uh, cum shots, because obviously it's a very important part to a scene. Is there anything that you do in particular to maintain a consistent pop for the camera when you know that you're going to be doing a scene? Um, no, I just usually just stay hard. I'm usually, it, I, 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 like I said, I haven't filmed that much. So, you know, um, I will say I have done one scene that was not the greatest of performance of me. But that's because I did not eat. My sugar was low, and it was freaking hot with those lights. <laughs> so I couldn't be fully hard like I'm usually are. But but other than that, I generally usually I don't know. I just usually just stay hard. I'm just up for the work. I'm just professional that way, I guess. And then when it comes to the cum scene, when they finally say it's time for the cum, that's when I get nervous because it takes me a long time to come. So I'm like, I just, I just take that moment, relax, and just, you know, do what I need to do, how to fantasize or, you know, play with the guy. And hopefully, usually the times I play with the guys, I usually have cane, you know, so pretty good so far with that. Right now, I want to switch up the tone of the interview and take things into serious territory and talk about some of the serious issues in the industry. And you kind of touched on this in uh, a previous answer, but I still want to ask uh, about family and the industry. You mentioned okay. that your family has been looking for your scene, so I'm going to assume, obviously, they know about your career in the industry. So how did that conversation come about? <laughs> I don't. I really don't think it was kind of shocking to my family, but not, I don't think my whole family knows. But you know, my mom knows, my sister knows, a couple cousins knows. You know, things like that. Like, but, but they all know I do certain things in the industry. Some might don't know about the porn, but they might know about the escorting, or they might know about the go-go dancing, whatever. But um, I. I actually told my sister first, um, and we discussed it, and she was, I mean, I don't think she was really that shocked over it, but, like, we had the discussion about maybe telling mom, because my thing of it is, there's some hating people out there, and um, I have gotten those little text messages or phone calls for people kind of hinting at threatening of telling my family about what I do, and I let everybody know I am nowhere near ashamed of what I do to make money. I've never have been ashamed. I'm not going to be ashamed now. And for me to keep it a secret for my, my family to me, for me, and that's only for me. I only speak for myself. Uh, makes will make, make me feel like I'm being ashamed. 
because I'm telling them everything else when I'm doing in life. I'm at, why, why keep this one part a secret? And I don't want some random person decide to add my mom on Facebook or send a message to my mom and be like, you know what your son is doing or whatever. That This is a small world. And, you know, and the gays can do some nasty stuff sometimes to get at you. So me and my sister decided when I go back home that I will have a talk with mom about it. We'll all sit down. And that's what we did. It was me. <laughs> it was me, my sister, her daughter, my little niece, and my mom. And we sat around and had some ice cream. <laughs> and we had a little talk. And I told my mom about the porn thing. And, you know, I wouldn't say it's her, the proudest moment in her life for my of me, but she was not ashamed. She wasn't upset. She wasn't mad. And she was like, just be safe, be careful. So, and she's been very supportive, actually. They're very supportive. Like, she, she'll know I haven't seen the film, and she'll be like, So, how did it go? <laughs> did it go okay? <laughs> she don't go in deep details. She just want to know that I did okay and I'm safe. That's it. So, aww. That's nice to hear. Yeah. It's great to hear that you have the support of your family behind you. Yes. I think. I think that helps a lot, you know. And like I said, I only can speak for myself. I only can speak, tell my truth about stuff. You know, there's some people that I know who keeps secrets about the escorting thing, about the porn thing, you know. And I'm like, you know, eventually people are going to know, you know. So you have to mentally be prepared for it, you know, for the outcome of what's going to happen. But if it's your family, if they love you, then they're going to love you. You know, regardless. That's just me. That's how mm-hmm. I feel. That's true. What is your so, opinion yeah. on the popularity of bareback porn in the gay adult industry? Well, truth be told, because I just did my first one. <laughs> it is what it is. I don't... I don't it... it it's like I would say it's like the seventies returning. I mean, like you see more and more of it. But let's not kid ourselves. It's not like barebacking has not been going on all this time. You just didn't really see it in in, in front of the camera. So, it, but it's but it happened. It's, it's happening behind closed doors. It's been happening behind closed doors for years and years and years. You know, yes, HIV um, scared. The community for a while, but it didn't. Compl- it didn't stop. It didn't completely stop. I mean, people were still doing it, and you know, it's it's just now. I I, I can't really have that big of an opinion on it. It's just like if you don't like it, then don't do it. You know, don't watch it. You know, but don't hate someone else for doing it, and don't look down on someone for doing it, and don't say that it's promoting. Unsafe set. It's not. I'm promoting. It's, it's been going on, regardless. I, I know many friends. I've done it many times through my my me having sex. I've had unsafe sex, you know. But I'm an adult. I'm a grown man. I make my own decisions. I I know the risk that I'm taking. So you know, it is what it is. I I do find it kind of interesting that there's some comp- some there's some companies that that 
had issues with it in the past and kind of talked down about it. But now those same people are now filming it themselves. That's the only thing I just found very, it's, it's, it's kind of funny to me. It's just, okay. Mm, interesting. Because, I mean, that's what people are wanting. So you give them what they want. What led to your decision to do uh, Bearback? Because you, as you mentioned, you just recently did your first scene. So what went into your decision-making process in deciding to do it? Honestly, because who I was going to be filming with, that was just it. I was, it was with um, Cutler S and Adam Russo. I knew them. I really wanted to work with, um, with Cutler. Um, and, and, and I wanted to work with Adam. I've known them for a couple of years now before I got into the business there and, and I was just comfortable with them. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, why not? This would be probably one of the only opportunities I would have to get to work with two people that I actually know. So, you know, that was that honestly that was the only reason I ended up doing it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that everything that I'm going to do now is going to be bareback or that's what I'm striving for to do scenes for this bareback. No, you know, but I, I won't look down on it. I won't turn it down just because that's what it is you know I, I, I no. let's move into uh, a discussion about your escorting now you mentioned earlier in the interview that you started off escorting in your 20s so obviously you've been doing it for many years prior to uh, this uh, budding new career in the adult industry as a performer how exactly did you get involved in escorting <laughs> Again, it's one of those things that just fell into it. I've been doing it off and on over the years. Like, I do it for like a year or so, and then I just stop, you know. It was like, you know, extra money, something different to do. Well, when I was in my early 20s, you know, I, <laughs> I used to hang out with this drag queen, Tranny, um, Big Mama. And um, she worked for a service. She ran a service. She helped run a service, and she took care of the boys. And and the woman who owned the company took care of the girls. And she needed someone to dance at a birthday party. And she came to me and was like, hey, you want to make some quick extra money? And I was like, sure. Why not? Well, she was like, it's, it's, you'll be dancing for um, <laughs> you'll be dancing for a birthday party. I had no idea. I was like, well, at the time, I was really skinny. I was a skinny, 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 tall, black boy, a big dick. But I did it. And I went, and it was for a bunch of black girls at some college. <laughs> it was the funniest shit ever. They got me drunk. I had a good time. And, and she was like, see, that's easy money, right? And I was like, yeah. She was like... Well, if you ever want to make some extra money again, just let me know. And that's literally how I got into it. She would just call me. She was like, I have a client for this. I have a client. And then I was like, okay. It was so, I'm, I'm very adventurous, I guess you can say. I'm, I'm, I'm very open-minded. I'm always up to trying new things. And it was just different. And it was easy money. And I was liking the clients that I was meeting. 
and they was loving me. And I became the number one boy for that service. I was the most asked for every time. I mean, it's like, you know, it was like, it was kind of crazy. <laughs> but that's how I just fell into it. It was just like, it started with me dancing at a party and just, just stuck with it. What do you enjoy most about escorting? I actually really like meeting the, the client. I have I've met a lot of interesting, cool clients. I, you know, everybody, like a lot of people have their opinions about this, the, the, the escort um, business or prostitution or whatever you want to call it. And they just think it's all about sex. And it's not. It is so far. It's so far from it. Yes, you, yes. I'm not gonna lie. I clients that want me, you know, fuck the hell out of them, and I do that. But I also have clients who want to hang out. That want to have a traveling buddy. To I get hired for the most randomest shit sometimes. Where I'm even like, I'm not getting paid for this, and and they're nice. I would say in all the years off and on that I've been doing this, I think of only a handful of times I've had really bad experiences. All the rest of them have been really good. I mean, I got a free trip to Europe out of it. Clients that I met here that was visiting L.A. loved me so much that they flew me to Zurich for almost a month just to hang out. <laughs> they wanted, they introduced me to all their friends. They took me all over. You know, if I hadn't met them, if they hadn't flown me to Europe, then I wouldn't have sent in my application to Jim Tells. It all worked out. <laughs> so, I, I, I like the, the whole thing of meeting people and making them happy and putting a smile on their face. And I always put a smile on their face. Describe your clientele. It's it varies so crazy. I mean, I get guys from. I think the youngest clients I have is probably the youngest one I had was twenty, but usually it's a range around twenty three to probably 50 is the age range that I normally have. Which again, it breaks that whole cycle where everybody thinks that the that only like 90-year-old men are hiring young guys for sex. No. It varies. I have had um, guys that are models that porn stars has hired me. Um, you know, Really good looking guys. I had a I had a playgirl model hire <laughs> me, and like they, it just it don't none of them matches. That is just like this. But my age range that's usually around there, and I get the ones that is into the boyfriend wanting the boyfriend experience to the kinky side, to where they want it rough and nasty. Yeah, I, I, I honestly never know. It changes every time. Every week I get something different. I like it. <laughs> it teaches me. It teaches me. It, it makes me, I mean, sexually, it, it, it has helped me a lot over the years. So, 
so far in the scenes that you've done, you've been a pure top. Is that your role with your clients? Are you strictly a top? Yes. Do you kiss your strictly. clients? Yes. I have no problems with kissing, apparently. And that's why I get the callbacks and that's why I get the referrals I get. Actually, honestly, that a lot of the clients I get, that's one of the first things they say is that they meet most escorts do not want to kiss. And that's and I and I get it, is that that's a big turn off for them. It, it, it makes them feel more connected and, and make it feel less, I guess, dirty for them if they can do something like that. So I have no problems with doing it. You know, it's just kissing. I mean, it's kissing. I I, I don't, when I hook up with somebody on, on a, what I call when I have personal time, I, I like to kiss. So when a guy tells me they don't want to kiss or they don't like to kiss, I don't want to have sex with them. <laughs> so I, it should be the same way when it comes to a client. If a client wants to kiss, I should be able to do that for them. Especially when they pay me a lot of money. What request do you get the most from your clients? Um, I will say the boyfriend experience. Uh, that's the one I get the most. It's that. Then from there, it becomes, then from there it becomes the S and M kind of like, you know, dominate me, you know, smack me, beat my pussy, you know. <laughs> but in general, I usually get the boyfriend experience. They really just want to like kiss, touch, and you know, cuddle and all that. I'm just fine. I have no problems with that. What has been an unusual request from a client? Huh. Just a couple of them. You know, I just can't get into scat. And it's not, it's, it's something I do not look down on anybody over it. You like what you like. There's a lot of fetishes out there. I'm a very open-minded person, a very open-minded person. But if you tell me to piss in your hole or piss in your mouth or whatever, okay, fine. I got no problem with that. But I just cannot see myself shitting on somebody. They do not appeal to me at all. I, that is the one request that I get, and I turn it down and I have been offered a lot of money but I, I don't even like taking a shit if somebody is in the bathroom with me so I definitely don't want to take a shit with someone and they sitting right there like I, I can't do it it's just I, that's my that's my private moment that's my private time I don't even like going into a public bathroom to take a shit because I can hear people in there and I don't I, that's uncomfortable for me so it's just, I just can't do it I, 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 I just can't I can't no 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 trip to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory for Ray no Diesel. no like no I just I, I that that and it's 
if you think about it, it it's probably one of the most easiest thing to do to do. But I just that's just weird. I just can't do it. Like I don't even like being in the bathroom with myself when I'm taking a shit. So why would I do it? I just and I have clients that want it. But I just, I, I won't do it. I just, I that's just, no, that's just, no, it, it just, it's just not appealing to me. It, it, I know it's a turn off of him and, and, and it just, it just, no, no. Yes. Well, moving away from Willy Wonka, have you ever found yourself in a dangerous situation with a client? Um, not really. No, I haven't had any bad experiences where, like, I'm with a psycho and he's, I mean, I've heard horror stories. I have been so blessed in so many ways. Yeah, I've had some fucked up clients. Yeah. You know, usually with those fucked up clients, it usually falls around drugs, but, um, because they're too high or something like that. That is more of a fear for me. It's like, I don't want to be with somebody and they die on me. <laughs> because they done did too much drugs. Because I, I like, I, I don't, I don't have time for that. And like, you know. But other than that, I no, I haven't had any cycles. I, I'm pretty good with usually weeding people out to not get that. You know, I don't even like dealing with rude clients. You know, I like, and I have turned down a lot of money just because they they're rude. I would leave. Like, respect me. I'm respecting you. You respect me. Don't think that I, I need your money because I don't need it. I'm not dying for it. So you can't just talk to me any kind of way because I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to have that. I'm not. But, um, yeah, I've been blessed. I haven't had any real psycho ones at all. Just fucked up one. <laughs> have you ever been stiffed by a client? Oh, yeah couple of times you learn you learn you learn you learn i've had it haven't happened a lot but it's happened a couple of times and and it, because i'm such a chill guy i don't I, I i just i i don't make big thing big deals out of stuff like i'm not one of those people when the client come in i'm like give me the money like i don't like doing that because it's like no you know like i i trust me i trust you you know, but there's been a couple of clients that fucked me over that, you know, especially when they were a regular client that I saw many, many times. And, you know, they was like, oh, well, can I stay? Can you stay longer? I, you know, I'll pay you tomorrow or sting you the money. And I'm like, sure, okay, whatever. And then they won't do it. You know, I think those are the ones that hurt most. Now, I've had to threaten, I had to threaten one kid because he tried to run out of my apartment when I went to the bathroom and <laughs> I had to threaten him and I don't like to be mean, but I was like, I know who you are. I have your name. You live in San Diego. I know everyone in San Diego. I will find you if you do not pay me the money. <laughs> so he got scared and brought the money. He left it outside in the grass, but he did bring the money. <laughs> well, there you go. On average, when you're actively escorting, how many clients do you see a week? Uh, 
honestly, it it it, it varies. Um, because it depends on if I'm traveling or not. So if I'm home, I might see three clients in a week, maybe. But when I'm traveling, it's way more. You know, I mean. In one day, I think I saw eight clients when I was in Toronto, and that was just one day. So, in ever usually when I travel, I usually see two to three clients a day. Mm-hmm. That's like an average if I'm traveling out of town. I usually see two to three a day in a week, in about a week. So that's pretty. That's good. Two is good. Three is great. More is even better, but, (laughs) you know. How long do you plan on continuing escorting? Yeah, not long. I'm honestly doing it right now because of traveling. I, when I got sick and I stopped working, like, you know, like I said, a couple years ago, I just started traveling and stuff like that. I went back to work and then, it's, I had to let the job go. And, you know, I I do have an education. I did go to school and I do have a major. And, and I love my major. And right now, traveling and meeting people and networking with other things that I want to do down, down the road is it, the reason why I'm doing this now. Because, I mean, it's paying my bills. I'm getting in trouble anytime I really want to and make money, um, I have a freedom. You know, I, I went to school for fashion marketing. Well, all I'm doing right now is just taking what I learned in school and learning how to market myself. I'm branding myself to make a name for myself to do the other things that I want to do so that I don't have to do this. Very you know, cool. so... Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And for those out there that after hearing all of this are like, I need me some Ray Diesel, how can you be contacted for your services? I am on Rentman, I'm on Rent Boy, I'm on Adam for Adam, I'm on I'm pretty much on any site you can look at. You can hit me up on Twitter and my information is on there too with phone numbers and emails. You know, I'm very easy to catch. You just got to call. <laughs> Moving away from the escorting questions, let's talk more about you. How often do you work out, and do you consistently have to watch what you eat in particular when you know that you have a scene coming up? You know, I work out, I try to work out four or five days a week. Sometimes it changes because I'm traveling so much. It, it is hard to go to, to work out as much as you want to. But I usually hit the gym at least three to four times out of the week. Um, I'm comfortable with my body. You know, there I could I could be more ripped than what I am. But I actually like my body the way it is. I, I don't want to look like everyone else that you see in videos. And 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 I, and I don't think, and and I go go dance. I I you know I escort and I make money and people like my body. 
you know, I, I was told by one one uh, company, you know, I'm not going to name names, that I needed to lose lose weight in my face because my cheeks are too big. And I'm like, I'm how am I supposed to lose weight weight in my face? This is my face. My cheeks has always been like this. I'm not. I, I'm like, no. I'm, I'm. If you don't, if you can't take my body the way it is, when I'm giving you something different that that your your followers might will love then maybe I'm not a fit for your company and that's okay but I'm going to be a fit for another company so I just try to eat as healthy as I can but I'm not perfect <laughs> I like to eat I'm from the south you know I but I, I try to be as healthy as I can you know when I'm in a film I like I hit the gym I try to do as I try to do as much as I can, but I, I'm not going to overkill myself just to do a video, you know. Shout out to Ray Diesel's cheeks. <laughs> I know. I, I just couldn't believe what I was told that my face, I need to lose weight in my face. And I'm like, which was just, so I was like, you know what? No, that's okay. I don't, I don't need to work. But especially when I have seen the other type of guys he's had in his videos, I was like, okay, no. And I find it's, as a black man in the industry, you already don't see enough of us in mainstream companies, you know, and and I don't personally for myself, I don't I, I don't see anyone that represents me. Meaning like it's it seems like they always typecast as when when it's the when it's for a black guy, they have to be really dark skinned, really cut and ripped. And have a certain look. Well, I don't. I don't fit that, and I'm not going to try to fit that. You know, one, I'm, I'm not dark skinned, and there's nothing I could do about that. <laughs> I can't get any doctor, even if I can. If I can, I'm not. I can't get any doctor. You know, and you know, I have hair on my body. I'm not smooth. You know, and I'm thick. I'm not fat. I'm thick. And and. It seems people like it, or I want to get in the work that I do get. There you go. Well, since you mentioned it a couple times in the interview about your dancing, does Ray Diesel have moves? Do you have rhythm? Do you know how to shake that thing? I think I'm a great entertainer all around. Um, people seem to like the way I dance. I just go with the flow of things. I'm not a professional dancer. I never was trained. I just get up on the box and I just dance and have a good time and like to entertain and, and, you know, I can be a little freaky and a little nasty sometimes with the people watching and that's what they like. And it's fun, you know, you know, I enjoy it. I don't do it as much as I used to. I used to dance at the bars and, you know, I think the last place that I was a regular dancer at was at the Abbey in, in West Hollywood. And that was so much fun. I, I that that was a blast. Uh-huh. I, I had that was a great experience. But now I don't dance as much. I usually if I'm dancing, it's usually for like circuit parties, you know, or leather events and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, and and I'm fine with that. It's just like you know, go up there, do my three sets, have a good time, and then get down. <laughs> but I'm, I seem to. I, I, I got to do okay because DJs love me and they 
they they ask for me for parties. So yeah, I shake my thing. Well, there you go. I got go. rhythm. All right now. <laughs> When we were discussing your escorting, you mentioned that you're strictly a top. When you escort thus far in your scenes, you've been a top. So in your personal life, is that the same? Do you verse in your personal life? Uh, for the listeners that are tuning in and would love to see you bottom in a scene, is that something that maybe in the future they'll be able to see? Or do you see yourself as strictly top? I am so far strictly top. Now, have I have bottoms? Yes, I have bottoms. Am I a great bottom? I don't know. I can't answer that because I, I, you have to ask the person who, who who had the pleasure and the honor to actually slide it up in my hole. <laughs> it's only been a few. But it, I don't feel it's my calling. I'm not great with it. But my thing of it is in my personal life, and I've always said this, I'm not going to be one of those people who's like, oh, I would never blah, blah, blah. It's like, if I met someone and we were in a relationship and they really wanted me to bomb for them, okay, I'll do it. Is it going to be something that's going to be a regular thing? No. <laughs> it most likely not. It, 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 special occasions, special holidays, your birthday. Yeah, maybe I'll let you have a little bit of that good stuff back there. But <laughs> it's, just, it, it's not my... It, I just... It's, it's nothing that I, I, I think about I don't or, or, or doing. Now, when it comes to videos, I I would never say never. Maybe one day, but I, 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 I'm not going to say yes, that it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I'll say maybe. It could happen. If the right person offered me the right amount of money and they pair me up with the right person, then maybe. There you go. They'll get a Butler X and Antonio Biagi to DP you. <laughs> oh, you're taking it to a different level right now. <laughs> like, you already talking about putting one in and then taking two. No. I will say that if I probably, if I did bottom, because I find this a lot that I hear from tops that bottom out of blue sometimes that I've talked. They'd be like, you know, if I'm going to get fucked, I'd rather get fucked by a dick. <laughs> so... If I'm gonna bottom, if I if I am gonna bottom, it probably would be a big dick. It probably would be like somebody like Antonio. I'd be like, okay, you can do it. Because I feel like at least that he knows what he's doing with his dick. Because I watch some tops and videos sometimes, and I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> That's too funny. So like, yeah, it's like no. Mm -mm. I don't know about Cutler though, because Cutler likes to like go in. <laughs> he really likes to go in. I think Antonio and me are more like it when it comes to how we how we talk. But Cutler, that boy just smash in. He don't even he don't even give you five minutes to get comfortable. He's just like, okay, just let's do this. Wow, pow. <laughs> yeah, I mean I love it, but I don't think I love it for myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> In your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest and why? My lips. Because I'm a great kisser. And <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. I was just having a flashback or something. Go ahead. <laughs> and on the flip side, in your opinion, what part of your body do you like the least and why? 
My chest, I'm still not comfortable. I, I, I don't know why. I mean, everybody seems to love my chest. <laughs> like when I dance, that's what it, guys are always like, oh, I love your chest. I think you have a great chest. You know, you know, Kent, when he took my pictures, he thought I had a, uh, a great chest. I mean, I always hear that. I just, for some reason, I always think it could be better. We are our own worst critic. Yes. That's why when I look at my video. <laughs> there you go. Let's go back in time, Ray Diesel, and I want to talk about how and when you lost your virginity. Now, earlier in the interview, you kind of mentioned sort of messing around at a very early age. Is that mm -hmm. when, like, you went full bore and uh, the virginity, you know, was lost? Or did that happen later um, on? Um... Wait, well, I guess you mean virginity, meaning like fucking someone or getting fucked? Both. Why not? Okay. Well, let's see. Um, both was in my early 20s. I mean, literally. I think I was probably 19, 20 years old. And both was like, I, like the funny thing is I was just having this conversation with somebody this weekend in San Francisco because I was telling them about how it was in North Carolina my time was that, you know, we didn't have bathhouses. We didn't have sex clubs like they do in major big cities. All we had, and, and at the time, the internet, we had internet, but people really wasn't hooking up like they hooking up now. Um, so we had the the adult video stores and so you would go to the adult video stores get tokens going to the booths you know and cruise and and if you didn't find anything there then you like get in your car you kind of park your car around or drive around the area because people that's people cruise so both both I, I would love to say my first experience was with somebody I loved my new boyfriend, Aww. you know, you know, but no, no. <laughs> it was with two random guys. I never, I never saw again. And one, the guy I fucked, I, I met him at the adult store and we messed around. And I think if I'm not, Oh, it was a three way. That's right. I well, met a couple go. and it was supposed to be a four way. And this is to break the stereotype because some people think I don't hook up with black guys, and I do. Actually, I hooked up with more black guys than I did anywhere was in North Carolina. But it was two black guys and a Puerto Rican guy. And we went back to their house, the couple house, and the one black guy didn't end up joining. He just watched, but I ended up having sex with the couple, and I ended up fucking both of them. So, yeah, that was my first experience with that. And it was, um, <laughs> that brings on with a three-way. So that was my first sexual experience with a three-way and with fucking. And I have never had a bad three-way since then. I've been very blessed with that. So it, it started the whole three-way thing with me. Um, the bottoming, <laughs> I don't know. I had been thinning porn. And I was like, I want to try it. I just want to try it. I want to say I did it. So again, I met a guy, and again, it was not romantic. I have no shame in this. 
It's kind of sad, but hey, it's my story. It Ain't is no what it shame is. in your game. I I was cruising. He was in a car. I was in a car. I got in his car, and I sat on it. And that was it. I didn't care about him so much. I was, like, so proud of myself. I went home. I was like, I did it. <laughs> Aw, dear diary, it. I bought him. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Yay! <laughs> and after that, it, it, it will be five years before I did it again. <laughs> well, there so, you yeah. Go. That was it. That was my two first times. It, 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 it was exciting for me. It was thrilling. Because, like, you had... I was sneaking around. I think I had stole my mom's car. <laughs> I <laughs> snuck out and, both times. And drove to the in the city next to our because that's where all the good porn stores is at. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> oh, Ray Diesel. I know. Oh, I told you back then I lived a double life. It was the porn life. It was the porn the the booths hanging out the porn stores. You know, hey, but it was North Carolina. I didn't have that many options. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Something unique about Ray Diesel. I don't. I'm just. I. I don't know anything unique. I'm just silly. I. I have this up. I have this upbeat personality when it comes to certain things. Like I see. I. I. I, I find a way to find the positiveness in everything. Even though I don't want to, I still do. And I always come up on top, so I don't know. I'm just silly. I'm a silly, free-spirited type of person. Describe yourself in ten words or less. Trustworthy, fun, outgoing, loving, freak. <laughs> um... Let's see, caring, um, outspoken, and I think those would be the good things that really describe me altogether. I can keep going, but that those are the the yeah. As we start wrapping things up, I have this list of questions that are pop culture oriented and are designed to allow the listeners and the fans to get to know some of your favorites. What are five uh -oh. of your most favorite television shows? Oh, okay. <laughs> now let's see. I love Arrow, The Flash. Let's see. Um, Arrow, Flash. The Originals, Daredevil. Um, and the other one would be American Horror Stories. I'm a comic book fan, so mostly it's going to be comic book stuff. Good choices. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Uh, Whitney. Let's see. Whitney Houston would be one. Deborah Cox is another. Um, 
I'm trying to think. Gladys Knight. I'm an old school. I like old school. Um, um, Marvin Gaye. And there's somebody else. Let me think. Prince. What are three of your most favorite films? Oh. Um, because I have a lot of favorites. After them down to three, I like um, Lord of the Rings. I like the X Men movies and X Men and Immortals. Is some of the ones I can think of. What are two foods you can't live without? Pasta, pizza. And what is one of your guilty pleasures? One of my guilty pleasures. Um, Twizzlers. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but Twizzlers is the candy. Like, my pleasure. I like to just sit at home late at night and eat a bunch of Twizzlers. What's next for Ray Diesel? What can the listeners and the fans expect and anticipate from you in the near future? Um, I'm in a work to be doing some stuff, so I can't really say names of companies until I know for sure. But I think I at least have three or four more videos coming up soon in the next couple of months. I'm going to Florida next month, so I mean at the end of this month. Um, hopefully to them. So that'll be going on. Um, um, doing my little tour around again. Uh, most likely will be in a city near everybody. <laughs> um, since Pride is coming up, I'm starting to get bookings for dancing and, and um, stuff. But yeah, I'm just really just mapping out the summer right now. So the best way to find out what's going to be going on with me is to follow me on Twitter and to see what's popping. Awesome. Well, let the listeners know how they can follow you. How can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web, social media, all of the goodies? Um, again, I'm on Twitter under my name. I also have my Rip Boy Ripman ad under the same name, Ray Diesel. Um, Let's see. I do not have a Facebook yet. I need to create one. I'm on Facebook, but um, but that's under the, the real name. Um, but yeah, just follow me on those, and that's how generally you can see where I'll be yet. Because um, I usually it usually posts, especially on Instagram. I usually post if I'm going to be dancing somewhere or performing anywhere. And if I have any movies coming out, um, then that's why I would definitely post it at right now. Awesome. And just to be clear for the listeners, it's Ray Diesel Triple X on Twitter. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, Ray Diesel, this does bring us to the end of our interview, your first ever radio interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters that are tuning in right now? Yes, please. Just keep up, follow me, tell people about me, you know, you know, studios and, and tell them you like to see me work 
in one of their videos. You know, <laughs> that's it. Um, to show love, I'm always showing love back. That's pretty much it. Well, Ray, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview. And thank you. You're welcome. The door's open for more whenever you want to come back and oh, uh, yeah. you know, fill the listeners in and your fans on what you've been up to. You're more than welcome to come See, back I, and uh, we'll I, do a brand new interview. I would definitely like to do another interview with you. That way, when I can have more of a list of people that I definitely really want to work with and who I work with, yeah, I can have more stories to tell then. Fantastic. Well, listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into One on One with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of One on One with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. And with that, Ray Diesel and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night, good night. Let's go. Thanks for listening to One on One with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com or leave us a voicemail at 305-515-8620. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio and like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with some of the adult industry's most popular male performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week. <laughs>